0: Hey there beautiful soul, welcome to the Creatrix Co. podcast, where we blend practical and spiritual tools to create no BS growth strategies for women ready to level up in life and biz. I'm your host, Laura Siver, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here with me on this journey of owning our role as the creators, or should I say creatrix, of our own lives. Together we're breaking free from the barriers that hold us back and making space for more of the things that we actually want, not what others say we should. On this podcast, we'll dive deep into the realms of self-discovery, personal growth, mindset, and spirituality. But here's the thing. We won't stop at just theoretical knowledge. We're all about practical tools and systems that you can apply in your everyday life. No fluff, just real strategies that work. Get ready for inspiring stories, actionable steps, and wisdom from our incredible guest speakers. We'll explore different topics, introduce you to new elements, and give you the tools to experiment and create your own unique path. So if you're sick of the same results on repeat day after day and are ready to live that kick-ass life with your dreamy business you know that you're meant for, let's dive straight into today's episode. Hello, welcome to episode nine. Can you believe it's already been nine weeks? I cannot believe that. It just feels like it's flown past and I think... The key is having so much fun with it and just letting it be what it is rather than putting a lot of pressure onto it. But anyway, I'll get into that a little bit later because today I'm actually going to be talking about 10 different things or 10 things I should say that I've done differently in this current launch that I'm in um, that I will continue to implement going forward in all of my launches because they have been so... Like life-changing in my business. Absolutely life-changing. So for lack of a better word, like I don't think anything else could describe it as much as life-changing, even though it sounds really dramatic. (laughs) But basically, if you don't know, I have been launching a new product called Launch Magic Method. Now this is a Notion campaign planner that is designed to be your shortcut to stress-free launches and it really is like I have been using it for myself this whole time and it has been such a breeze so fun so easy the pressure's off I feel like I have more time if you heard me in one of my last episodes I even started a whole new book series which is now complete and I realized it was like almost 2,200 pages or something like that. Like a ridiculous amount of pages read in the middle of launching. Like, holy crap. How many times have you heard someone do that? Usually the Narrative that I hear and I've personally experienced, so I've no doubt you have too, is that you're launching something and you feel so completely burnt out afterwards that you literally need to sleep for like a week. You need to just take yourself off socials and just do the bare minimum because you have just depleted that energetic account of yours. So this is different. This feels really fun. This feels really um, successful. I have Sold out to my wait list and now uh, today's the first day that it is live to the rest of the world, which is so exciting. And I've already sold to three people and I'm I'm just like just in awe and amazement. But I was reflecting today on why I think this launch is doing so much better than some of my previous launches, which is why I would love to share them with you. Like literally, this is in the moment sharing what's happening live right now. So buckle up, we're going to get into it. Now, some of these things might seem logical, but usually the most logical and the most straightforward things and the simplest things are usually the most profound. So you probably already know this. If you do, just let it be a reminder that you can implement them back into your business and your life in general. And have a play with it, see it as an invitation to see where it takes you, see how you can grow, how you can change the narrative around launches, feeling like burnout city and like energy vampires and all those (laughs) horrible things that we all face. So in no particular order, the first one is to just start. And I say that with so much love because sometimes Just starting is the hardest thing to do. We put so much pressure on ourselves, we step into perfectionism, we want to get it right and then we actually have like psyched ourselves up already and we just can't get the ball rolling. We can't build that momentum. And other times we have all these limiting beliefs that pop up and our ego is like, no, 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 this is too unknown. This is too scary. Red flag, red flag. Let's not do it. Or let's just do it the way that we know, even though we know that there aren't any results to be obtained from that, you know? So, literally getting started is the hardest thing that you can do sometimes and so this one is just said with so much love just start moving have a look at what the next best step that you can do the easiest first step that you can do to start building the muscle and building the momentum and warming up to some of the other things that are coming along some of the bigger you know tasks or strategies that need to be implemented because the more you do it the more you train yourself and your muscles and your like ego starts to see evidence that it's it's okay it's safe to move forward and try new things and then next minute you are so far into it that you're like oh okay that wasn't actually so hard it's usually such a emotional response as well as mental and if you're feeling like your body is tightening up or you're not breathing or something like that really just check in with yourself and give yourself what you need to do that but just start like get rid of the perfectionism stop holding uh your launch or whatever action you're taking in your business or your life on a pedestal and and you know comparing yourself to oh I'm just starting and I'm at the beginning of my journey and you know this person is so much further than me and this person's already like xyz making xyz amount of money or like traveling the world or has a house or a car and they're so much younger than me and I know I've thought these things right but you literally just need to get started I know for me I have rebuilt my business if you have followed me before. Sorry, not have. If you haven't, haven't. if you don't know my journey, that's what I'm trying to say. I was a florist and uh, with COVID, I moved into dried flowers and went into sensory kits for kids and self-care kits for women and mums. And I then got the nudge to move into the Creatrix Co and I kind of dipped my toe in and I wasn't sure and then I went back to my flower business and then I decided to just get rid of it because it wasn't serving me anymore and go all in and that means that I restarted the Creatrix Co and you know really like created a whole new account with new followers and at this point I think I'm at like 246 followers like That's really a drop in the ocean (laughs) in the world of Instagram followers, right? But you don't need a massive following. You just need to move. You just need to get started. It will build. I literally looked at my podcast like analytics today as it like flashed up on the screen. I didn't go out of my way to look at it because I'm not really that interested in doing that because I do this more for the fact that I can have fun with it, I can spread joy, spread knowledge, support other women, etc. That it's really not about the metrics for me at this point in my business. But you know, I noticed that the, the episodes that I've done have got like 12 views, 17 views, 15 views, like in under the 20s of each episode. And even though that feels like nothing again another drop in the ocean it is so significant because you everybody starts at nothing everybody starts with zero and we always forget that because we're comparing where we are now with somebody else who's already been in business for three five ten years and that 100% is 100% where we will be too if we just keep persevering and keep putting one foot in front of the other. So that's my reminder to you. You don't need a massive following. You don't need to know what the next steps are after that. You don't need to get it right. You don't need to perfect it. Just move. Just start. <laughs> now, the second thing that I did differently in this launch is I followed in- intuitive nudges. And I know I've mentioned it, you know, within my world before, but The intuitive nudges are going to look different for everybody. So what feels like an intuitive nudge to me is not necessarily something that you might find intuitive. But for me, I am, I love human design. I'm not very good at it (laughs) and that's okay. I'm slowly learning about it, but I know that I'm a generator and that's a particular, like, I don't know what the, (laughs) I don't know what the word is because I don't know human design. It's like a, a specific, um, archetype I guess and for a generator it's really important to follow what lights you up and for so long I guess I've been caught up in you know doing what I think other people should would tell me to do or other people think I should be doing or what I um, think I should be doing based on somebody else's um, need or desire I don't want to let them down I've people-pleased a whole lot in the past and so nowadays that I've been really empowered with learning about my human design but more so my astrology my natal chart I have been following instinctual nudges and I've been following what lights me up what brings me joy and gets me excited keeps that curiosity alive And so, for this particular launch, that has been getting really playful with different types of creative. I changed up my branding. I played around with memes a lot and, you know, really just had fun with them and created as many as I felt conveyed the message that I wanted to. I, you know, stopped having the urge to create specific content and I just did what felt right. So I did a lot of reels instead and, you know, just really played with where I wanted to promote my business. And so at one point I was jumping on different Instagram, not Instagram, sorry, Facebook forums, Facebook groups and promoting it on there because that just felt like The next right move. I didn't need to second guess myself. I didn't need to question whether it was going to bring in the results or the outcomes that I was desiring. It was just literally an idea that would pop into my mind. And I know I'm very ideas driven and communication driven because of my astrology. But it would pop in and it felt good in my sacral because I'm a generator Um, and so I'm led by my sacral. And and you can also have emotional, emotionally led generators, by the way. But for me, I'm a sacral led generator. Um, and so for me, like I got an idea. I felt what that felt like in my gut. It was a hell yes. And I moved. I just moved with it and had a look at where it took me. I moved with this idea of creating a campaign planner, the launch magic method, when I was creating it for myself and had the idea that This tool was so potent and so powerful and would make such a difference in other women's life, lives, I should say, that I progressed with it. I actually transformed it into something bigger and better than what I was using. And so that was another instinctual nudge that had I not followed, I, who knows where I would have been, but I probably would have been doing something else thinking that that was the quote unquote, right way to do it and what I should be doing. And honestly, if you're a woman in business, like you've gone to the trouble, to the effort of creating a business that works for you. It needs to work for your life. It needs to work for your values and your like desires for your business and your life. So if that means following your instincts, do it. Like it's, I know it sounds very woo and it's it's very like, um, like faux pas, you know, like following, running a business based on instincts rather than key metrics and KPIs and things like that. You can have both, you can do both and you can listen to your nudges and then you can always create the systems around that to support you. So listen to those nudges. If you don't know how to listen to your, like, inner guidance your intuition then I've got a free resource uh, available for you which you can check out and that's going to help you guide you you know towards understanding how to like read yourself how to to know when something feels instinctually right and versus like something that's that's wrong that doesn't feel right for you so have a look at that I'll pop the look the look I'll put Put the link in the show notes below so you can have a look. Now, the third thing is my campaign planner. I am so proud of it. I, as I mentioned before, created Launch Magic Method for myself because I was overwhelmed. I was stressed. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was feeling the pressure of having to run my business and then go off and pick up my child and then come back home and cook and then spend time with my partner, give myself some time, all of those things, right? And it just wasn't working. I wasn't finding a good rhythm. I wasn't finding a good balance. And I realized that through conversations with other business owners, women and beers, mums and beers, like other powerhouse women like yourself, that this was happening for everyone. And I really decided in that moment that I wanted that to change, that yes, we can't always control the circumstances around us. Like we've chosen to have children. We've chosen to, you know, be in a partnership, we've chosen XYZ. And with those come certain limitations, as well as, you know, there, there are perks to having all those things. But we, you know, like with kids, you don't get as much of that time, that freedom. So I wanted to find a way to bring that to myself and bring that to other women, because it's just so important that we have enough time for ourselves and our businesses so that we aren't feeling run down and burnt out and we can, you know, really enjoy life in the moment and not feel like we are constantly like trying to keep our head above water. So I created the Launch Magic Method and I have been using it in my launch and it has been a game changer, absolute game changer. I have spoken about, you know, feminine energy and masculine energy in the past and you know that feminine energy for those who don't know is more of that creator energy it's more about birthing something new and bringing it to life and having that idea and nurturing it and you know think about you know having a baby it's literally the the incubation phase you know really making something that was an idea come to life like into fruition in the physical realm whereas The masculine energy is more like that corporate energy, that hustle culture, that do, 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 take action. Like there are some beautiful positives to both and there are some shadows to both as well. So don't get me wrong, but you know, it's the doing part. It's the action taking part in the relationship and a lot of people will find themselves stuck in more of the masculine energy because that's what we've been conditioned to believe we should be doing, how we should be leading our businesses, our lives, just constantly do more, be more, have more. But the thing is, when we do, we're not grateful and we aren't present to what it is that we are doing, why we're doing it and what we want to create. And so that creation process, that feminine energy is really, really special. And so The campaign planner which is more of a masculine support system supports and allows me to step back into my feminine energy my creation energy and the systems within the planner the reminders the priorities the deadlines you know being able to um, have it tell me when to start a task with plenty of time to work on it without that pressure is what has made a difference because I now can sit in creation knowing that I'm backed by a system that's going to keep me in focus, keep me in check, keep me aligned to the overall goal that I have for this particular launch, right? And with any launch, selling is the overall goal. There may be other goals as well that sort of come to the side, but being able to be consistent through the launch process, especially when you have a launch runway that's a bit longer. Um, Mine, for example, was 30 days to really warm my audience because I have a smaller following. And so, you know, having that steady tool to just keep me grounded and guided has been an absolute game changer in the past I've literally written things down on post-its and had them stuck around the place and I've had lists written in notebooks endless to-dos nothing categorized nothing sorted properly everything's just in shambles right and that didn't work and I realized that I needed to change that and so I did and it has been an absolute game changer. And then to follow on from this point, I would say point number four would be going slow and steady. Now, (laughs) in this hustle culture that we live in, it's like not what you want to hear. You don't want to go slow. You want to go fast. You want to get results. You want to see things move so that you're not waiting around and you're not wasting your time and all those kind of things. Believe me, I get it. I am notorious. (laughs) Well, past me is notorious for starting, like, getting an idea and just, like, okay, I'm implementing it right now. Like, I would start a, uh, you know, a new campaign Or I would start a whole new, like, big milestone in my business from scratch right then and there. And it would be so fast and I wouldn't let it breathe like like a fine wine, you know, like I wouldn't let it marinate. There's a lot of food analogies in here. I must be hungry. Um, You know, it just, I wouldn't give it the time to develop. When you you think back to, like, the creation of a baby, and I know I've already mentioned this earlier, um, but... It takes time. All those intricate parts of what it takes to create a human takes time. All the good things in life take time. So to think that you can just like snap your fingers like that and then boom, it's done isn't necessarily going to happen. Yes, it can happen. I'm not saying that it can't. There are definitely people out there in on Instagram, in various industries, coaches, things like that, that are launching products, um, you know, with the the click of their fingers. But behind the scenes, they have a team to support them. Behind the scenes, scenes, they have the cash flow for advertising. They have the, um, you know, idea already there that then they have their following already there and they can just share it and boom, they have an offer, right? So, I hope that made sense. <laughs> they have a following already there. So they can just make that, i they can turn that idea into an offering and just put it out there into the world. And people are already like enrolled in it because they have been on, on their journey. People have been on their journey with that particular person, that coach for a long time. So they're already a warm audience. They're already invested. So for me, especially as someone who's had to rebuild her business. It was important to go slow and steady, to really build it out piece by piece, to really enjoy the process, to really savor it, to really make sure that I wasn't entering burnout territory long before the end of the launch. And I've definitely been guilty of like launching something and then going cold turkey MIA off the face of the earth afterwards and feeling really like resentful during the launch about Having to do all these things and like it, and it was all me, right? Like, this was all me. No one told me I had to do it. I had just decided that I needed to go fast, I needed to go heavy. So, let's go. And it just really didn't serve me, and I didn't enjoy the process. What's the point in building your business if you're not going to enjoy it? If it's not lifting you up, if it's not lighting you up, if it's not bringing you joy and purpose then you could just go back to that crappy corporate role that you left, right? (laughs) Or go work at the supermarket. So yeah, I have definitely found a lot of pleasure and joy in going slow and steady. And by having it like that pace backed by my campaign planner, I'm launching at a rate that I can control, that, that feels good to me. And, you know, future launches, I can definitely play around with different intensities and different speeds and see what feels good but slow and steady wins the race right <laughs> all right uh let's go with number five yeah I'm up to five <laughs> five number five would be ads I've launched with ads and without ads in the past and both have produced completely different results I've launched without ads and done it organically and had some of the best launches of my life and I've had some cricket launches like literally no one has bought from me. And at the same time, on the flip side, I've paid for ads hoping and expecting at the time that people would come into my world and it would lead to sales and it would be all good and, you know, happy days because I was exchanging money for, you know, a sale, money for the ad, money for, you know, someone, new eyeballs on my work. But the thing is that didn't actually support me all the time sometimes I made sales sometimes I didn't and so for me I took some time off ads after immersing myself in them for about six months and really just let things settle and see okay well why aren't those ads working and what can I do differently next time how can I you know make sure that I am supporting myself and using the platform like ads in the right way and at the time I was just doing ads for the sake of it like okay let's go let's sell but this time round I'd the whole intention of my launch was actually organic and I had a VIP wait list and I was you know promoting things for that 30 day, you know, runway, etc. But this time my mindset was different around ads. I didn't have the mindset that I needed ads to make money. I needed ads to make sales, and that desperation wasn't there followed by the disappointment of not seeing results. This time I saw ads as something that would help boost what's already there. The amazing groundwork that I had already put into place for myself I had already sold out to my wait list and now I just needed to have more eyeballs on my offer because at the end of the day yes you don't need to have a huge following you don't need to have millions of people following you on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you know you promote your your service or your business but having the right people is what's important and even though I had my waitlist sellout and 100% conversion, at the end of the day, I needed other eyeballs. I had exhausted the, you know, the people in my world. And if not, like maybe sales were still coming because they were just, you know, cautious and waiting. But my point is, I instead of ads being the sole reason, you know, to, to make money and the, the, the only way I could make money, I actually flipped my mindset and my my headspace around ads just being that support for something that's already there that's good, like something that I've already put into place that is really grounded and rooted and strong and steady and now it's just opening up those doors to expose and reveal my offer to the world. So I went back into ads. I've only had the ads on for less than 20 No, sorry, less than 12 hours at this point. And I've already had sales come through and ads, you know, don't need to be like a poo-poo word, (laughs) you know, people don't need to shit on them as much as they do because what they can do for you is, you know, exponential growth through exposure but I believe that you need to have the right mindset around it. And so that's where using ads differently with the with the new and improved mindset, if you will, in this particular campaign has allowed me to really just grow and see results that I haven't seen in the past. Now, number six is to just keep going despite previous failed attempts. We know that business is hard I know business is hard you know business is hard it doesn't have to be hard we make it usually it's us we make it harder than it needs to be but it's sometimes really depleting that when we you know launch something and it fails or we don't get the results that we want and then we don't really want to do it again or we don't want to do it in that way again or whatever the situation is but we just need to remember to keep going and don't let those quote unquote, failed attempts get in the way because the failures and I, you know, my stance on failing. I don't believe that failing is actually, you know, failing. I believe that when you fail, you've tried something and there's a learning in there and you are now even more empowered. You have so much more knowledge, more skills under like on your tool belt. And you can then use those learnings towards you know, more growth and future attempts and what you do going forward. So by looking at, you know, all those failed attempts, all those learnings, all those um, things that you could do differently, you can keep moving, keep going, keep taking that next step and move forward despite how scary it may feel because in that moment when you had that failure, you made a decision about that, right? And just know that, You're not always going to fail. If you keep persevering and you keep pushing through, using your grit to try new things or try the same thing slightly tweaked so that you're not repeating the same bullshit again and again and not seeing the results, you will cut through. There will be a tipping point. So it's just a matter of keep going, like just a matter of continuous momentum, keep trying because that's the difference between failed businesses and businesses that are successful. They are adopting the mindset that nothing is a failure and everything is growth and all you need to do is keep growing and keep moving forward. So, That was something that I made sure to implement in this campaign as well, like front of mind that no matter what happens, I am growing, I am learning, I am creating, and it's not about failing. It's not about succeeding. It's not about getting X, Y, Z results. It's about really enjoying the process and seeing where it takes me and then being able to learn from it and add on to it for the next launch and the next launch and the next launch the next thing I would say is to give yourself balance. Do things that recharge your energy, your soul, your emotional being, your physical being, all of you, okay? We aren't just a robot that's just going to keep going and we push ourselves really, really hard, but we don't balance it out. And that's where the masculine and feminine comes into it again. Masculine is doing and going and being like the first there, really succeeding, taking those aligned actions. And the feminine energy is more in your body, more in the present moment. It's about it's about receiving receivership. That's probably the topic here. (laughs) Balance and receivership. Give yourself those things, because in the past, I've definitely Just pushed, 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 kept going. It's okay. I've only got a week to go. I've got five days to go. Keep pushing, go harder, go stronger, go faster. And I mean, it it applies everywhere. We've done it in all sorts of areas in our lives. And yes, you can hold that energy and that momentum for a season, but then you have to take a step back and you need to go into receivership. We have spring, summer, autumn, winter. They're all different. They all play a huge purpose in the cycle, and you can go hard and and go strong for a certain amount of time, but you can't do that forever and it's not good for you. So by giving yourself the balance and doing more of the things that recharge you and bring you life, you're actually going to do better in your campaign, in your next launch. So for me, I shared this in another episode, I'm pretty sure, but I started a whole new book series. Someone recommended *Akatar* to me and so I picked it up one day because um, a habit that I've implemented into my life has been to read fiction before bed. I was getting really caught up in constantly being switched on I was reading you know like business books self-development books like all those kind of things even before bed and then my mind would just be like racing and I couldn't switch off so I moved to fiction and started to implement that routine which I bloody love. It's if you if you don't do it, get on it. <laughs> it's just so good for you. And it gets the creative juices flowing as well. But I got onto the Akata series, which is now complete, and because I could just disconnect and unwind, that in itself was just so life-giving to me. Like I was just full of excitement and overjoyed and I was having conversations with people, still am, having conversations with people about it and how fun it is. And then I would find that because I was so relaxed and enjoying myself reading these books, I it then like spilled out into every other area of my life, including business and my launch. I was having fun and getting playful, getting cheeky, getting adventurous and creative because the other areas in my life were feeling more relaxed and more fulfilled. I was balancing everything out. I was spending more time with my daughter and just doing more creative things and just playing and, you know, doing make-believe and children are so good at that. Like they literally just want to have fun and just want to do what feels good. And so I was taking like tips, (laughs) examples from my daughter, you know, I was following in her shoes ironically as she's the toddler um, or the preschooler I should say but you know I was just really following what she was doing and how she was living life and that's just been a world of difference in this campaign. I've had so many people comment about how much fun I've been having and how I look like I'm just overjoyed with everything and it's true because I allowed myself to have more fun, have more balance, do More of the things that bring me that downtime and bring me that joy. And if you feel like you can't do that within your schedule, then I urge you to block it into your schedule. Like actually go ahead and set a date for yourself. It doesn't have to be long. It can be 30 minutes a day. It can be 15 minutes. It can be five minutes broken up into, you know, however many times you do it per day. Like you literally just need to find ways to get out of that like business mindset and do more of the things that are going to bring you peace and joy and relaxation so that you can balance and feel recharged and you're just like refueling yourself for the next thing in biz okay time for number eight ask for support This is something that I've had to really push myself to do because it doesn't come naturally to me. I'm a very independent person who has always succeeded doing things solo. And so to ask for support to me in the past has meant that I am failing or that I'm weak or that I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm relying on somebody else. And I don't like I've never really liked that feeling. I've I've always felt like really low in myself doing that. But the thing is, we are a community and we are not meant to do business alone. We are not meant to do life alone. Everything that we do is with people and it should be because that's where we get our joy. That's where we get our support. That's where we get nurturance. Like, is that a word? Nurturance? <laughs> we get nurtured. Let's go with that. Um, and so, you know, I was, I always, what I, what I did do well in business and have always done is Um, put myself into containers where I'm surrounding myself with other like-minded aspiring women who are going through the same journey and, you know, understand everything and that I'm going through and I understand them and we can support each other. And I've made some amazing relationships through those containers. But when I left my last mastermind container, I was like, okay, I'm going at it alone. Like I'm taking the step to do this adventure independently in this cycle of my life. And that's okay. But I can still support others and I can still ask for support. And so that could be as simple as, hey, can you run your eyes over my sales page? Hey, what do you think about this graphic? Hey, is this wording even making sense? Because like I have no clue. I've looked at it for like the last 20 hours and I don't know. (laughs) So you by reaching out and getting new perspectives you can further develop not only yourself but your products your services your launches etc and I've done that within my own launches so many times now um but this launch I specifically you know went out of my way to ask for support and the women in my life want to help me. They want to support me. And women in your life your life want to do that for you too. And if they don't, get into my community, girlfriend, because, you know, we're all about women supporting each other. So ask for, for support. Don't get scared about how that might make you look or people judging you, etc. Because without the support, you can do it. Don't get me wrong. You can 100% do it. But... It's not gonna be as fun, you're not gonna learn as much, you're not gonna grow as much, and then there's just something so beautiful about being able to connect with other women, to be able to give back to other women and to receive. Like it's that again, it's that feminine energy, right? Receivership. And we always give, especially if you're a mother, you're always giving, giving, giving. But ask for support learn what it's like to receive because once you you know and you can understand how to receive from others in a way that's simple like asking for support you're actually opening up the new doors to be able to receive money to receive time back to receive clarity peace of mind everything can will come back to you if you can play with you know that push and pull giving and receiving number 9 number 9 okay this is about removing the pressure and this might be <laughs> unpopular opinion because don't get me wrong, I've worked in corporate, I've worked in retail, like KPIs are massive man, like you need to have the KPIs to be able to, you know, see how far you're going to really track things Um, so I'm not dissing KPIs but if that doesn't feel good, if the goal is to, launch in a way that feels good to you or be really consistent with your launches or feel like you are launching in a way that communicates what you're what you're selling Um, you know whatever the the milestone is for you focus on that and remove the pressure don't worry about like I need to have x amount of sales to have 10k months I need to sell x amount of products you know or services to be able to call myself successful now I'm not talking about you know real financial hardship and pressure financial pressures like that like we all experience them in different ways in our lives but when you're launching being able to remove that pressure of the end result actually allows more to come in and I'm just going to step into the woo-woo for a little bit here but when you're manifesting and you're creating you're co-creating with the universe and you're working with you know this vision of what you want in your mind and what you know you you can get and you can see it for yourself sometimes when we you know, really restrict and put pressure on the universe. Like we, you know, I need to have $10,000 worth of sales each month so that I can get this particular car by this particular date, and we're going on this holiday and it's going to look like this and then I'm going to buy my dream home, right? You're actually like squeezing the creativity out of the universe, being able to offer you other alternatives and be able to say like, hey, here's an opportunity that I found. And be able to give you like an idea, like an idea, a download will pop in your head about like, oh, this new Facebook group has popped up. I'm going to post on here and see where it takes me. So if you're holding on to like, I need to make, even if it's like something simple, like 10 sales by the end of my launch, right? Which doesn't seem huge to some people, it might be the biggest thing and to other people, it's like a drop of the, a drop in the ocean again. Um, but when you remove the pressure and just allow yourself to play, to get curious, to work with your intuition, the opportunities with the other people and their suggestions, that is going to shift your mindset. It's going to shift your energy. It's going to shift how you are co-creating and manifesting with the universe. So, put that pressure aside. You don't need that right now. If down the line, this is successful and you want to do another launch that, you know, is based off the foundations of this launch and add a little bit more to it, add some spice, add some KPIs, add X, Y, Z, do it. But if it's feeling like too much pressure, you will crack under that pressure. You will and look let me take this a step back for a second I know diamonds are built under pressure they are but when there's too much pressure we are human we're not diamonds (laughs) we will crack especially when we have so much on our plate and we're just trying to juggle all the balls we're spinning all the plates sometimes too much pressure is actually just too much pressure so have a look at whatever pressure you're putting on yourself ask yourself if that needs to be there or if you can like change it around in some way to have a different goal that feels less pressure or how can you make that you know kpi or that milestone that you want to achieve more fun how can you create more playfulness within that and lastly number 10 is to celebrate i know that sounds Hmm, what does it sound? Like? It sounds very like, oh premature. Like you shouldn't be celebrating before the end of a launch, or you shouldn't celebrate things that you haven't received yet. But the thing is, in this moment, we have completed something, we have received something, we've had a positive mindset on something, whatever it is, all those things deserve to be celebrated. And when we celebrate those things, we are present in the moment. We are understanding all the and and seeing all the beauty that we've received, all the amazingness that we have in our lives, we're grateful for it, and then once we understand that, it opens up room for more. And the launch in this case isn't then about like, oh, I didn't hit my goal, so I failed. No, celebrate what you've achieved because you have taken the steps to move forward. You've put the energy, you've put the input, uh, you've put the actions into place, and those deserve to be celebrated. There's a book that I love called *The Gap and the Game, and uh, there's a there's a lot in it. So I'm just gonna you know cover the surface of one of the theories, but. They talk about, the authors talk about looking at the gap or looking at the gain. Now, the gap is seeing all the places that you've missed out, that you failed, that like all the things that you did wrong, all the things that you missed, all the all the mistakes that you made, etc. And the gap is looking at all the positive. It's looking at all the, the things that you did well, the, the small baby steps that you've accomplished, the mindset that you've had, anything and everything that's been um, like not positive from like, Oh my God, happy. Yay. Like things that have moved you forward, the actions, the mindset, the energy that you've put into something and, and the achievements that come from that. So you could look at, you know, an example of, um, Oh, I want to lose 40 kilos before my next holiday next year actually that's a lot of kilos let's just roll with it right (laughs) so you you want to lose 40 kilos you get to your holiday next year and you've lost 28 and you go oh damn I didn't hit my goal I didn't lose 40 kilos I failed that sucks I suck I'm the worst I'm never I'm not good enough like all this limiting belief beliefs and shit talk come into your mind right but that's all the gap You're looking at the fact that you didn't lose 40 kilos. But what you're not looking at is the gain. You lost 28 kilos instead. You got really close. You now have new habits around food, new mindsets around food, new habits and mindsets around health, vitality, wellness, um, exercise. You know, like there's just so many wins in that. Instead of looking at the fact that you lost 28 kilos you're looking at those 12 kilos that you didn't and that undermines everything all the hard work and the results that you've actually achieved so celebrate all those achievements celebrate that one kilo celebrate that five kilo celebrate that six and a half kilo like honestly it's really not about the 40 kilos it's about the momentum and celebrating all the small steps along the way. The fact that you went out for that walk when you really didn't want to. The fact that you played with your child that day and you know went bike riding together because that contributes to your overall goal. The fact that you chose to eat a banana instead of your usual, you know, sugar rush that you'd get at 3.30 from eating whatever snacky lolly thing, you know, chocolate bar, whatever. You get my point. So celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Find people in your life that can hold that celebration with you. Find the women that can be there holding your hand as if it was their own wins, as if they're celebrating themselves because you ultimately – by celebra- by winning, <laughs> by re- by receiving and uh, earning a certain result, you are you know showing what's p- showing them, showing other women what's possible for them. And so celebrate all those things because you also deserve to be celebrated. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh my gosh, that was a long episode considering I was giving you like ten tips on different things that I've done this launch that I would continue to implement. But I hope you can take something away from this. Please let me know if there are any of those tips that sit with you, you know, like really hit home and which ones you will be trying on yourself for your next launch. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Creatrix Co. podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into everything today and got some practical tools out of this episode that you can easily implement into your life and biz. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your attention and energy with me, especially when there are so many other things that you could be doing right now. It definitely does not go unnoticed. If you found value in today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a glowing review and rating. Please share this with someone you think will get as much out of it as you did because it also helps us reach more incredible souls just like you and it really helps us grow our dream. Don't forget to tag us on Instagram at theCreatrixCo underscore so we can shout you out in our community. And we also love hearing any feedback, so please feel free to send that our way too. If you're hungry for more inspiration, strategies, and soulful conversations, don't forget to connect with us on social media. You can find all of our links in the show notes below for even more transformative content. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.